And, you know, the thing about having a child like so young, he's not even three months yet. It's wow. like you don't know how their surroundings are affecting the, them and their development. So it's like, I don't want to be listening to too much craziness or watching too many crazy things. Like a big thing when Heather was pregnant was I didn't want her like watching scary movies because she loves watching scary in movies like before. while she was pregnant but I, yeah i wouldn't want wow. her to watch them then because i was like i don't know how that i don't know i don't know how, i don't know i can't <laughs> just say better safe than sorry you know? yeah, yeah of, course, like, of course of <laughs> course well like speaking of good fathers drake is a good father to That's a right. little adonis guy uh right. and we're going to talk about his album here on i've been mean to listen to that click <laughs> Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee, and uh, today we got a great guest. Uh, he's the uh, social media manager at Brother, It's Ke- and a new father, and yeah. a Drake expert slash aficionado. Like, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's introduce our fantastic returning favorite, uh, Kevin Chestnut, everybody. Yay! Yeah! The crowd goes wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing is, like, um, I just like wanted to do this with you because, like, um, uh, Sean and Michael are Drake haters, and like, I just wanted to like Ooh. get your get. I just wanted to get your opinions. I, we're also like putting this out really quickly and to like yeah. bother them on a Saturday morning and say like, <laughs> do you want to talk about this guy? Like, <laughs> I don't want to bother them with that. So like, um, yeah, we're here to talk about Drake. Um, where and his new album, and specifically his new album. Uh, yes, honestly. Never mind. Uh, and <laughs> honestly, you know what? You know what, Kevin? Honestly, honestly, never mind. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like Kevin, you're, you know, from my perspective of you, we don't, you know, we've like chatted a few times. Uh, you seem to be a big Drake stand, Drake, a big Drake aficionado. I'm what are you. what are your general what is your history and views? Uh-huh. On Drake. <laughs> oh boy, it started uh, all back in 2006. It started from the bottom, and now we're here. Um, no, you know, actually, my my first sighting of Drake was um, I was I was at my friend's house. We were about to go somewhere, and his little sister was watching this TV show, and there was a guy in a wheelchair, and I was like, mm. "Oh, he's in a wheelchair. That's kind of." uh you know strange for the time so i was like what happened to him and she's like oh he got shot i was like what is this show and why are you watching this young (laughs) child (laughs) anyway that was my first sighting of drake and then i remember in 2009 he was starting to bubble up and i had a friend named shatara who lives in new york she's a banker so shout out to shatara but um she kept talking about him and i was like this guy like he's not gonna make it like he's this guy he's on like a tv show like he had 
Drake had all the things against him. He's sure. like, he's mixed. Uh, he, you know, he has the white mom. He's Jewish. He was on a like a corny TV show that was on Nickelodeon, a kid show. How many people from children's shows go up to be adult stars? It's not that many. Is mm-hmm. it there? You could probably count them on two hands. And also like hit the field of hip hop too. Which exactly. Is like That's a the lot one about that... toughness, a lot about exactly. like machismo and all that stuff. Yeah. And you know, a certain a certain level of coolness needs to exist to be there, and everybody will always see you as corny. Think of like Nick Cannon, for example. You know, he had a few good songs, but everybody always will see him as corny because he is Nick Cannon. He was on all that, the you know, all the other things that he did. I I know I'm blanking on his other uh show that he had with the network but anyway that was the beginning of drake so i remember she was kept talking about this guy and so i decided to give this mixtape called so far gone a listen Mm -hmm. i'll never forget i remember exactly where i was i was riding a bus that day so i was like you know what i'm gonna just listen to this uh thing i downloaded it i burnt it to a cd because that's what you did in 2009 Uh Um, (laughs) i popped it in there oh no 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 I download. I'm almost positive. I downloaded it and I put it on my Sidekick because that wow. was back when you could put like song, you know, or BlackBerry. I, I got whatever the phone was in the in the, in the 2009. Um, but oh, it was a it was definitely a BlackBerry because you know what? On so far gone, Drake says, and if you find a BlackBerry with the side scroll, get a motherfucker to any variety that I know because they'll need it much more than I ever will. I got new. Sh- I'm getting better still. Okay, anyway. But um, yeah, he did say that on that album. But uh, <laughs> so I definitely had a Blackberry at that time. But anyway, I'll never forget where I was. I heard it on the bus for the first time and I instantly became a fan. Um, it was an incredible piece of uh, art mm-hmm. and I'll uh, forever be grateful for it. But if you go back and listen to it now, it sounds so different. He's gradually changed so much, like vocally. Um and like the just the style of rap, like his rap style was a little like eh. he he had the bars, but the style was a little all over the place. But he's kind of perfected it. But it doesn't seem like there's a be- that big of a difference. But if you listen to 2009 Drake versus 2022 2022 Drake, mm-hmm. it's a very different rapper. He was kind of like doing like a Wayne impression back then a little bit. Like, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. You can you can see the influences that were on him. He wasn't Drake yet. Mm-hmm. Though it felt it felt like he was doing something so different, um, he was also one. He was trying to fit in as well at the that same time. So that was your uh, so far got, and then like just yes. like get, I want to hear just like an abridged history of like up till now, basically like, <laughs> of your history with Drake and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so I I really hit the ground running once uh, once he dropped that. I became an instant fan. I started uh, following his his art and um you know the usual rap career is about four or five six years maybe mm. Mm. um you know you kind of like hit this guy like uh, actually i was scheduling tweets which i have to do constantly uh because then i'll miss stuff uh, and i was just looking at ti's paper trail and i was like man this is like when it was like starting to come to an end and it was such a fact it was like this is like 2008 or not? No, there was two. It was definitely two thousand eight because that's what Swagger Like Us. Uh, it was on that album, and I was like, man, you know, Ti really hit it big in like two thousand two, two thousand, really like two thousand three. He really hit it big, um, but two thousand three through two thousand eight was like the main bulk of his career. 
Now imagine if like Drake just stopped. He started in 2009. Let's just say 2014. Mm-hmm. It was just over. Like this last um, eight years of music just wouldn't just wouldn't exist, or nobody would care about it. I like I couldn't even imagine that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Drake is just such a monumental artist. <laughs> it never died down. It just kept it kept going up. But um, yeah. So every time that Drake dropped something, you know, obviously I was right there, front row seat. That's a you know a piece of the game that I always loved and appreciated with, especially with artists like Kanye and Drake was I could always see myself in them mm. as I couldn't see myself. I'm not TI, you know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up like, you know, I didn't grow up like that or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, uh, you know, 50 cent or whoever, like I didn't have guns around or I didn't move, but I didn't push the weight. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really, I, could, I couldn't relate to that, which I, I still love that music. Like, I'm Jay-Z still my favorite rapper. Like, I still Absolutely. love that stuff. But um, there's a different relatability with someone like Kanye West who dressed like my mom dressed me. Like, my mom, I kept getting boxes of polo because that's the kind of stuff that my mom buys. She likes, like, that preppy kind of cool style. So those are the kind of clothes that I wore. And then when Kanye West came out, it was like, oh, this guy's wearing like stuff that I would wear. Like he's uh-huh. like he's yeah, that yeah. kind of guy, or like Drake. He's like a regular dude. Like you know, he didn't. You know, I'm sure he had like his struggles in life or whatnot. You know, living between Toronto and Memphis, and you know, parents. Dad's obviously a little different, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but you know, and uh, you know, working on a TV show and whatnot, probably living check to check at some point, you know, acting struggle, you know, just become a star. I mean, he was just like walking through a mall and somebody was like, hey, let's put you on TV and give yeah, if you a like, thousand episodes. If it was just like only Degrassi, no one would recognize him. Like, oh, yeah. like maybe a few guys. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're the wheelchair guy, but like, yeah, 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 but like not like, you know, on a billboard, not like he wouldn't have like a Ryan Reynolds career or anything exactly. like that. Yeah. He, he he stayed around long enough for people to have opinions about him. Mm-hmm. So like people on those old, like, like if you were from Degrassi, like one of the random people, like the person who shot Drake, you that guy, no one has an opinion on him. No one thinks about him. No one has thoughts. No one has a take I think he on shouldn't that have guy. shot the character that Drake he, he, he I, think that was, I think it was a little yeah. too far in my opinion. <laughs> Shouldn't have yeah, done that. Have, yeah. <laughs> they might have, yeah, when they did the table read, you might have like, you know, Maybe I'll do something that maybe I can I trip him? I trip him. <laughs> <not> tri- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I can uh, slap him. I remember uh, Judd Apatow. He said uh, if when Chris Rock got slapped at the Grammys, he could have He could have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's do that instead. I don't have to shoot him, right? <laughs> like, so, let, let that London had a tweet about that. Like, he's Will Smith, not one punch man. <laughs> like, he's not going to like kill him. <laughs> but like, Exactly. He's not Conan the destroyer. Yeah. Like, right, right. Smith, yeah. Is the so you're you're a front anyway. you're a front row center for like all his records and um, definitely thank mm-hmm. me later. All the mix the mixtapes, the albums. I was there for all I was there for all of it. I'm a grizzled veteran in the Drake game. Mm-hmm. Has, I've always been a fan. Has uh your well, how has your like opinion of him kind of evolved? over his career now now he's kind of been more yeah. self-actualized and stuff like that what what is your perspective on him now my perspective on him now is he he is who he is and people keep waiting for him to do what they want him to do 
And it's been a very long time and he hasn't done any of it yet. He hasn't given the straight rap album. He hasn't even given the straight R&B album. He never does whatever you expect him to do. He doesn't do that. And it's different from like uh, going back to Kanye again, where he's like, here's Jesus or here's 808s and Heartbreak and Mm -hmm. just accept it. It was just more like, then now I'm making this or here. This album is some rap on it. I'm singing on some of it. Uh, Now I'm making an album with Future. It's always, you know, you know, you never know what to expect. And we love that from a light skinned king like Drake. <laughs> so, like, um, I'll just quickly go through my preconceived notions. Um, so I remember when Take Care came out, it came out yes. the same day as uh, the Childish Gambino record Camp. And I was Damn. a big Childish Gambino fan at the time. I, I still am. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. Like he, But like, I like the way he's evolved, like better than like looking back i'm like oh god <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> no, no thanks to that um <laughs> but like i wasn't really a hip-hop fan back then um like it was just like all over everyone in my high school was talking about it everyone yeah. just like was playing headlines and everyone yeah. was playing like um i was like oh, this is okay this is interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. i never didn't really pay attention to it and then uh but i always like before it's kind of similar to like my Kanye history where like before I was a Kanye fan and before I was a Drake fan, mm-hmm. I just like always paid attention to the cycle. I always yeah. saw like kind of paid attention to like what he was do, like and listened to the album and stuff like that. But I was yeah. like, Hmm, I don't know if I get this. I don't know if this is, I don't think this is bad, but I don't know if I get it completely. Yeah. Like at the time, just like then the negative the negative rumor mill of it all kind of affected me a little bit, like painted my perception of him at the time. Yeah. Like the ghostwriting thing. Nowadays, I don't care about that. I don't, I really don't like, if it's a good yeah. song, it's a good song. It's a um, good song. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to not listen to Kanye because Consequence wrote of her or yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't listen to Dr. Dre because somebody was like, I don't, I don't care. I don't yeah. Care. I don't care about that. Like <laughs> also just like when you're big, like you want to like, now it's like the way you grow is like you, incorporate collaborators and stuff like that to like expand on your ideas um yeah definitely but then like uh so that is, there's that then there's like the push a t thing the beef with that and yeah, i was like he tried, to, he tried to frame my man yeah like i yeah, <laughs> like the push a t like revealed you are hiding a child like i still think those songs are very entertaining but i'm like jesus christ <laughs> like yeah. that's like that really was so rough. weird yeah that was, was i don't know why weird. does push a t like care about drake though like that's so weird i don't i don't know he, he the weird thing about that i will say is is it's it's not even like it was just a one-time thing like push a t was like baiting drake and lil wayne from like Mr. Me Too. Like Mr. Me Too was about Lil Wayne. Like that's like mm-hmm. he's been baiting them or like, you know, uh what was that Exodus? Like he's been like making beat like this this is to them for like years. And then Drake just happened to finally respond after the one right. on Daytona. Um and then it was like, you're hiding a child. We're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My perspective on that is just what? like, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know like what happened and stuff like that. But like my perspective on that is like, he probably was still figuring out if it was his child or not. That let's like, again, I found that back and forth pretty entertaining. Just like as a fan, like just like watching yeah. it and stuff like, we love like beef. yeah, it's like, it's fun. It was like, uh, but like I did like, um, that like paid my perception of him negatively a little bit like oh no he's like fake and he's like a dead like he like tried Shame to like kind of leave like his child and stuff like that and like he has these insecurities Shame and whatever I, I i yeah and then like Disgusting. 
And then just like the Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> like him texting Millie Bobby Brown and Billie Eilish and stuff like that. Like, I don't think he's that's a, so weird. I don't think that's he's a. So, pre- I don't think he's a predator, but I think that's weird. Yeah, that's just I weird. I, like, I don't. No, the weird thing. I think the weird thing about that is people using that as like, like I was talking to my uh, coworker uh, one time, and uh, we were talking about Drake, and he was like, "Oh man," I'm like, famous people are in contact with each other. Like a lot of famous people were still friends yeah. with Donald Trump, no matter how many crazy things he's done, no matter yeah, what yeah. we think about them. Famous people are friends with other famous people. <laughs> and that's yeah, just, and like, it's what it is. Like I, if, if, if a rumor came out like, Hey, Drake sent Millie Bobby Brown a dick pic. It was more like, they're like uh, Millie Bobby Brown was like, Hey, yeah. Drake uh, texted me and was like, he loves the new season of stranger things. And sure. 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 Like that, I don't. I don't. It is I, like it was yeah. weird. It was weird that that became like why. I, it's weird that people want people to be pedophiles so bad. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not I, just I, Drake, I, even. It's like a, it's like weird. Anytime it's like, oh, it's like what? It's it's strange. It's strange. Yeah. some stranger things. Um, and it's like, <laughs> it's, so I don't think I really don't think, but like that kind of like, well, that's just strange, even regardless. And then also just like. Uh, then like i don't know it's like those those those, like negative like things that kind of paid my opinion against him for a while and then like for this like i always respected him though i always like admired just like his artistry and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. then like to prepare for this episode um first of all this this album came out and i was like oh this is pretty interesting this is interesting this is interesting and like this is an opportunity to like talk to kevin about drake and stuff like that and then and then, like, I revisited uh, Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, and Certified Lover Boy. And good times. I like those albums. I think they're really good. I think they're, yeah. I think Certified Lover Boy is like the strangest of them all. Like, <laughs> the most like unconventional and like straight, like kind of like revealing how weird he is as a yeah. dude. Like, now that he's like <laughs> achieved all his dreams and like yeah. he, he could like, um, but then, um, and like he's competing with Kanye and whatever. Um, yeah. But like, <laughs> Take care and nothing was the same or like nine out of 10 albums. Like they're so, they're good. so like, good. Uh, they're really good. You know, a, a, a odd thing that happens is when Drake first dropped something, everyone's like, this is the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, three, four or five years later, it's just, you know, people are like, this is like, Oh my God, why won't he make something like that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you hate that? And that's like the thing about this one. I'm kind of like, Concern, not concerned about but like I'm, I'm i suspect like in like a few years people will be like oh man i love texto yeah. greed and stuff like that exactly but it's all like it's either that or it's going to be a flash in the pan of just like yeah. like more life is just like i don't think people like care about more life that much um yeah they might you might care about like an individual song on there mm-hmm. but it's not like you know i'm holding this near and dear to my heart yeah um so yeah let's get into like let's um let's but like it. I yeah so basically I listened to those I really admired first of all like he was so hungry back in the take care nothing was the same era <laughs> like it's like so inspiring and like the vulnerability is really uh relatable like yeah. I really relate to a lot of the vulnerability and like he's also very, very likable in those two records even though like um and yeah, like, he wasn't the man yet he was becoming the man but he wasn't actually him yet yeah, he he didn't have a beard. <laughs> like basically, I think yeah. <laughs> I, I think the thing that he should get more credit for is like articulating our current relationship to modern intimacy. 
like yeah. kind of articulating our values and like why like how we feel about like dating how we feel about like you know now that like it's like more open with just like yeah. it doesn't have to be monogamy 100 all the time yeah. and like you you can play the field and stuff like that it's a, a, another interesting thing that drake kind of brought to the game was that other side of the male perspective and relationships where it's like yeah i'm texting this girl or yeah i still love her or whatnot mm-hmm. uh you know you didn't really well you definitely didn't have that in rap like no one was like uh uh yeah i, I really miss this girl that uh you you know she broke my heart in uh, eighth grade and i still think about her until this day <laughs> you know you know you know you didn't really get that kind of stuff and you know r&b you know mostly about like oh I'll, just take me back, girl. Don't leave me. Or we're having a party or something, you know, things, things of that nature. But, uh, you know, the kind of like, uh, count, not counterculture, but like the, just the other, there's another piece of a guy that Drake kind of unlocked and brought to the game. A lo- another perspective of like relationships that people just didn't uh, really capitalize on. And I feel like Drake capitalized on that a lot and that's kind of what helped him out and he kind of started making a lot of things that people would make it what they would call like like captions uh, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. people using things like little pieces of his lyrics for like uh you know instagram uh captions and whatnot and i feel like he brought a lot of that to the game obviously because instagram didn't exist beforehand but also because it was more vulnerability in a lot of the things he was saying he was saying a lot of things that you would historically be clowned for if yeah. you were a man and you admit it uh, and he still kind of is a little bit like there's the yeah. like Drake is the type of guy who like waggles his fingers yeah. and goes, ooh, a donut or whatever, yeah. like, <laughs> which I still those are very funny, like, but it's like, yeah. still like kind of yeah. mean a little bit. Ba- yeah, but, but back in like 2010, that was like the overwhelming perspective from like the uh, large majority of the rap community. Well, mm-hmm. not like the like rappers, but like the, the like fans, the fans like, you it. listen to that, like, uh-huh. oh. Like, like, uh, yeah, I mean, this is good. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry. I like yeah. music. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. always hear rapidy rapida, capita, capita, lapida, slapping the, and on the capital hill in the middle. Yeah. Little mm-hmm. diddly diddle. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, that's not, you know, you don't always want to listen to that. You know, sometimes you just want to vibe out and just listen to some music. I, I was having a conversation with a friend uh, last Sunday and I was saying to her, I realized as I got older, Sometimes it's better. A lot of times it's better when you don't know the words to songs mm. versus knowing every word to a song. Because when you know every word to a song, you're thinking about every word. And when you don't know every word to a song, you're just feeling it. Mm-hmm. So I like to feel. I'm a I, I'm that kind of person. So I like to listen to songs and just Weird. like visualize oh. and like, <laughs> like yeah, like be in different places. Like I, I'm a very big uh, nighttime music person because I like to you know be able to just zone out and like kind of be taken somewhere be only in experience mm-hmm. um and sometimes it's just better when you do that when you don't actually know the words of a song you can kind of like feel it more there's more passion like michael jackson songs wouldn't hit as hard if you knew every single word to them like mm-hmm. how many people maybe three people on earth know every word to billy jean it could just be like go like, I know every word of human nature. Like you know the vibe of human, you know the vibe of Billy Jean. Yeah. You know the vibe of the, but you don't know every single word to those songs. And where rap songs, they you tend to know every single word. Like I oh I know all the words to the, to the verses of this thing here. But when you could just 
feel something and experience it, it hits a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not only to Drake. I, we were just talking about music in general, but I did realize that about myself that I do enjoy, like, if I could just like harmonize with something like, it's better to be like, yeah, the people over there knew yeah, how yeah, to yeah, build yeah, yeah. the block and da da da. Like, I'm now I'm thinking about why I don't want to think about words. I just want to feel music. Sure, sure. Like uh, Los Poyos, he's like a guy who like like online he's very online he's like a drake stan and like um he'll have debates <laughs> with people and stuff like that and like he he refers to him as like drake and drives where he would like drive at night like drive yes. at night and like just like not think about other things and then like just like have that uh experience um 1000 so- I, I i before you get to that next thing there's a, a section on um um uh, uh nothing was the same it's just this like piece of it from like uh wu-tang forever through hold on we're going home where it's just a it's a it's just a very specific vibe and then to end with that uh the the hold on we're going home and i remember people didn't like that song at first people it's like so, the song now it's but it's great. a great it's a great it's a great song but it's like i remember i was talking to somebody about it one time and i was telling them, i was like oh you've never driven at night in miami that's why you don't relate to this mm-hmm. like you've never just driven those streets and looked at the lights and looked at the people and palm trees and it's it's a very it's very much that vibe and the humidity and you can you can feel it i don't know i connected to i'm obviously from south florida so i connected to that maybe a little bit different than other people connected sure. to it, but it's a it's a great song it's a legitimately yeah. good song and i'm sure uh, Majid Jordan would have done just fine with it, but when you put Drake on it, now it's a hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, proceed. I am yeah. sorry for the detail. So, so let's talk about this uh, particular album. Uh, honestly, never mind. But yeah, what do you think of the themes of this particular album? What do you think this album's about? Oh, uh, this album. Uh, this album is about clubbing. I can tell exactly where he was at when he was making this album. He was in some like. French Riviera, Ibiza, uh, using some like place like that or in Greece, Santorini. I don't know. He was somewhere out of the country when he thought of the concept of this album or when he collect- connected with Black Coffee and decided to make this album mm. uh, because you just, it's just that feel. It's that the pulsating of the club, the darkness, the sweat, the, uh, the like the tongue kissing strangers, all of those like elements went into this album and i feel like that's the overarching uh thing it's like this is where you're supposed to be while you listen to this mm-hmm. and if you don't have that connection point maybe you won't be able to connect to the album sure perfectly. sure sure sure. this is not something that you you know you can't be in the bando uh bagging up work listening to the the uh honestly never mind this is not the album for that this is the album for passion and 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 uh love and uh taking strangers home this is that out this is <laughs> this is this is for that <laughs> you're right i can't relate <laughs> but like, <I'm> <laughs> but like uh, it's like i like I think it's not, I don't know if it's like the pulsating, like sweaty, like, like uh, the Beyonce's new song, like where you're going to like, go, yeah. like it doesn't like knock in the same way. It's kind of more lo- lo-fi and like, yeah, uh, that's what we're just here. And there's just, there's just, uh, there's just passion around like uh, um, uh, the uh, ties that bind. Like I just like listening to that song. I just see like, 
you know, you're like you're like staring into somebody's eyes. You're like it's like love in the air when that when that is playing. And it has the strings in the background that like Spanish guitars kind of vibe is there. Oh, it's sure. It's like that kind of. Oh, baby. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, I need you. It's like you know, is the the uh, you know when they have those scenes in movies where it's like two people they're in a club and they're like you you you're seeing them. There's like a back and forth going on, but they kind of like drown the music out. Mm-hmm. This is that album. Like it's it, this is a bunch of those songs where it's like drown the music out songs, but they're not drowned out. They're just out in front. But they're, these are like great drowned out music songs where it's like atmosphere and we're, we're seeing like close ups of sweat and there's different color lights um, on. Yeah, and, yeah. And whatnot. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the, that's what I feel when I listen to uh, some of these songs, especially like the things on the back end. For mm-hmm. me, the album starts at Texaco Green, like Falling Back. That's when I when I first heard Falling Back, I thought we might be in trouble. <laughs> but <laughs> because the vocals are all over the place and it, that song is also pretty long well it, i don't it's know so very long it yeah. feels like it's like does this end like why is this song so long <laughs> there are a few songs i will like there are a few songs i felt that way about like the, yeah it's still going yeah a little bit this is still happening yeah i'm looking at the job pulled up the the, the runtime it's only it's actually 426 which is honestly a bad thing if if your song is four minutes, but it feels like it's six minutes, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not a good thing. Like, yeah. if I'm like, if it's excruciating, like, I just have to skip to the next song because I just like, I can't take you saying this anymore. But I feel like the vocals were kind of all over the place on it. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy it more once I watched the video, but even still, when I listen to it now, I just skip right by that. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like the album starts at Texaco Green. And once you, once you get to that point, then it's just like, it's all love. It's all, you know, it's all mm-hmm. love and passion and beautifulness um, from that point on. And uh, very few, very few errors from my, uh, from my perspective, but I, I'm a fan of this type of music. Like, Oh, sure. I sure. remember when it first, when it, uh, when it first leaked in my, some my people brain, don't actually, like this one, like at all. Like, Oh, of course. But you know what? It's like, do you don't, do you not like the Drake album or do you not have taste? Yeah. I wow. think that's really what it comes down to. Cause it's like, if you don't have taste, then yeah of course you wouldn't like this because it's not what you were expecting if you were expecting something you want to be fed that i ordered a pizza i expect to eat a pizza not a brownie you know Mm -hmm. something completely different like not even and if you're expecting a pizza and you get a brownie you're like this is the worst thing i've ever had like basically exactly (laughs) brownies are great brownies are great like brownies are great in a context if you were wanting a brownie and you got a brownie you'd be happy about it yeah but you weren't expecting a brownie you were expecting a pizza Mm -hmm. and so and you you have there there has to be that uh versatility especially if you're going to be a fan of music Mm -hmm. like because you're not a lot of people think they're fans of music, but really they're a fan of a particular genre of music. Like mm. you think you love all music, but you really love rap music or you think you love all music or you, you really love reggae music or, you know, whatever the, the iteration of it is. But for me, I love all music. So I just want to hear stuff that makes me feel something, whether mm-hmm. it's a country song or whether it's uh, uh, a weird EDM hybrid R&B vibe whatever it is, just take me on an experience. Sure, and uh, sure. I like to be taken places. And I, it's, it's also very strange that a lot of people 
I felt like this is the same thing. It's like 808 to Heartbreak all over again. When that album yes, came out, yes. nobody liked that album. People, the, the, the reaction to that album was not favorable at all. But if you ask anybody about 808 to Heartbreak, they're like, oh, that's one of my favorite Kanye albums. Oh, yes. I love that album. It's so great. It's fantastic. And I'm not Time saying- has been this kind really, to it. Yeah, yeah. It has been very kind to it. And I don't, it's not necessarily saying that this Drake album is going to be that or turn into something that people go back and love. It's more of an experience more than, uh, you know, the 808s and Heartbreak. I feel like Kanye was trying to tell a story with that. And this album is just a vibe, you know? Mm. And, you know, if you have the proper amount of taste to experience that vibe, then, you know, yeah. then you then you love it and if you don't you know then you just don't have taste and that's just and that's fine too you know it's nothing wrong with that you know if you got dirty fingernails and sleep on a single mattress in the living room that's your life experience you know but if you have taste you know then you yeah you open open your mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. open your mind <laughs> so open your mind okay <laughs> thank you for like i love this i love that perspective i like um Cause I, I come at music more positively. Like, even if it's yeah. like something, not something I kind of like, this is my favorite thing or like, yeah. or just like everything, like people like clown on or whatever. I'm like, it doesn't make me feel that like, it doesn't make me feel like that bad or anything. It doesn't yeah. like, like yeah. um, people are like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. In the world. And yeah. like, ah. but it's also like, have you seen the news or whatever? Like that's the worst thing I've ever heard. And that stuff should like be the that. worst thing, exactly. Like, yeah. your, your your priorities are out of order and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but like you have wildly swung in the wrong direction. Yeah, this yeah. is the worst thing that's ever happened. To you. you have a pretty like blessed life if like text grow green is like the worst thing you've ever heard. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> like check your privilege. Um, but yes. like. Um, uh, what was, what, so like the, I, what was I even saying? Like, I think there are like two themes I'm putting out, like that I want to like yeah. talk about. One is like okay. kind of more, um, like more, uh, like just like kind of the content and more is like, one is kind of like Drake as like a personality now, like what does he represent yeah. and stuff like that. And, uh, the first one is like, this is a surprise album. Like he released yes. it nine months after Certified Lover Boy, and like yes. you made a little video about saying like, "Oh, it's a baby," you know, because all True the indeed. pregnant ladies on the thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is a fun idea, cute, cute idea. Um, yeah. But like he also said, like this is my tribute to Virgil, and he and on the album he also says like, "I'm the second coming of Virgil" or whatever. Like Virgil yeah. Abloh, he uh, passed away this year. It's very like very tragic. Died very young. Yeah. Super influential designer. Like um designed like like maybe like a quarter of the kanye albums and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like uh he worked with louis like he was the head of louis vuitton he was like the designed a lot of, like his own like nike brand like nike line at one point too yeah. um but like his thing was like one of his trademarks was like to take like a jordan shoe and like write in quotations like air or like foam or like shoelace (laughs) or something like in quotations and stuff like that and i feel like this album is that this album is like basically like beat (laughs) lyric you know like (laughs) house music you know just like like, but like it's kind of more uh there's it's more of an artistic statement than like yeah than some of his other albums where like oh yeah most most definitely yeah yeah like this is like it's kind of like the uh and you're gonna hate me a little bit for this comparison but like uh the big day in terms of like 
chance like I, 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 people don't like that album but like yeah. i like it because that's clearly what he wanted to do he yeah. wanted to yeah. make a tribute to his wife he wanted to like you know make a song that you could put on a playlist at a wedding or something like that. yeah. that's what he wanted to do people wanted acid rap people wanted like you know whatever <laughs> and then like people were very upset and like like also like you could debate whether like the quality of his lyrics and stuff are on par or whatever, but like, I, yeah. that's what he wanted to do. This is what he Drake wanted, yeah. wanted to do. Exactly. Drake wanted to make this. He yeah. had, he, no one made him do this. Like no one. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is what he, his muse. He wanted to work with these people. Exactly. He has afforded himself to be in this position to make something like this is like, you know what? I don't have to stay on the beaten path. I can just do whatever I want to do. It's like, actually, I don't want to make a full studio album. Uh, I'm not going to wait a year. I'm just going to drop something random, random songs I've been working on with black coffee. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing now. So there, there you have it. And what are you going to do about it? You're going to love it and accept it, or you're going to move on and do something else and not have taste. And that's fine too, again. Yeah. And like the same way, like people like look at Virgil's work sometimes and go like this, this is like bullshit. Like you just wrote air on the side (laughs) of a Nike shoe. Like that's not art. (laughs) Okay. I like the idea. Like, so I feel like, Oh, it's a, appropriate tribute to him in that way <laughs> you know like, like but truly like he like with like virgil his thing was like deconstructing like what is the shoe what, uh, yeah. yeah like um, <laughs> and then the other theme i'm noticing is like uh like kind of like this is the this kind of crystallized with this album like this is a the theme of his entire work but yeah. this it really crystallizes here like drake is a male power fantasy a little bit like he's like he so like basically like drake's career you could boil it down to he's a sensitive soft boy who got his heart broken and so he uses that pain to become the number one rapper to like date right. these incredible people like and to like yes. date supermodels and blah 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 yes. and yes. um you know he dates all these like women you like he sleeps with them and stuff like that he doesn't call them back and then like uh, all the rappers <laughs> the hot sauce said, and the condoms <laughs> yeah yeah that's a male power fantasy too like, <laughs> like but like weird 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 gross. it's one of those um, rumors that we never found out if it was true or not but it's like it's so funny that it's just it's fine we just we just go with it it's as like the fact. richard gear like puts hamsters in his butt like yeah, rumor yeah, so, it is a one thousand percent yeah uh and it's like but he's he, he's rich enough and weird enough that like it's maybe true you know exactly uh, but what like, Bill Simmons will call the Tyson zone, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'll believe anything that you say about Mike Tyson because he's done enough right. crazy things right, to make right, me right. believe anything. Yeah. Um, so like, but like he's like all the rappers who said, You're too soft to make it, you're like not good yeah. enough, you're not like you're a mixed kid who was on a TV show, you're not good enough. He proved them <laughs> wrong. They all work under him now, basically. That's right. And then like now the women who like broke his heart rue the day they rejected Drake. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a male power fantasy. Like, so like, I understand like, you know, like his reputation is like, he appeals to women. He's a soft, like sensitive guy, but like, also like, I get why he appeals to a lot of like men in a weird way too. And like this yeah. weird aggressive. Well, Cause again, it goes back to what I was saying about, him connecting with a, a different type of man that hadn't really been spoken about in music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of like sensitive person where it's like, you know what? She didn't call me back. And that, 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 that actually did hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I have held on to that. I didn't just say F that B word and go to the club and find somebody else. I just kind of sat at home and was, and cried. 
or <laughs> you or you did do that you did go out and bag another woman and like yeah like but you're still thinking about but you're your thinking person. about it because yeah. it's like i yeah it did that i realized that that this is it's like enough, a, the begin, basically the beginning of uh, uh of uh forgetting sarah marshall where he's just like at the club he's like trying to you know get with a hook up with as many women but it doesn't it doesn't feel that emptiness and Drake brought that uh the the he verbalized that emptiness that empty feeling uh, yeah. that Jason Siegel was writing about in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. By the way, Jason Siegel's a ghostwriter on this album. That's interesting. Um but like <laughs> I yeah, so like it's kind of like ultimately Drake like and the reason why like I feel like if you like put views uh more life like uh, certified lover boy like in like, mm-hmm. you know, a random album generator, just like, you know, shuffled the order. I feel like yeah. a, a non-Drake fan wouldn't be able to like, no, like identify like the differences, like completely, you know, like they, yeah. I feel like he hasn't evolved as much. He kind of stagnated with post views a little bit, in my opinion. Well, I feel uh, like he, again, that's what I was saying earlier when I was, when I was saying like, you don't notice the change in Drake until you like actually listen to it. Like when you go back and listen to 2009 Drake, and listen, it's more vocally he's changed more so than the content of the, mm-hmm. the music. The music is kind of, it's in the same realm. It's just the, the the big difference now is that he can talk the big boy shit that he couldn't talk before because he's yeah. like at the top of the game. Like you hear some of those like, like uh, I know people hated the Jack Harlow album, but uh, the the song, the Kentucky Derby song, I forget what it's even called. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Yeah. The song, the, the song with Drake is like, this is the the biggest like f you to everybody who's ever talked down on me or mm-hmm. like whoever who thought they were better than me it's like i'm at the top of the rap now like how i'm gonna address you when you don't own property like yeah <laughs> like that and, is, and he's is, like put he's now in this like like proto jay-z like yeah. to jack harlow he's like kind of like Jay-Z exactly. to him like exactly how, like jay-z was to drake basically um, yeah one thing yeah yeah that that part of it too but also from the the, the drake perspective the jay-z where jay-z one of the best things that he does is the braggadocious i'm at the top i'm i'm dictating everything here and i'm gonna rap about how you are nothing you mean nothing to life like those are some of my favorite those are some of my favorite jay-z bars like when he's like just really like going off going crazy and talking I love that stuff. Like, you know, give me the drug stuff too. You know, I, I love, I love drug music, but you know, like on ignorant shit, he's just like, just going crazy or the, uh, uh, the, I forget what that song is called. I'm so far, so, I'm so far ahead of my life. But no, I'm so far ahead of my time. I'm about to start another life. Look behind you. I'm about to pass you twice back to the future, but I slow up for the present. I'm fast. Dudes can't dictate my past. Ooh. I didn't hold to deal with my perfect presence when I unwrapped the gift and the curse in one session. Ooh. Ain't no living person can test them. Only two resting in heaven can be mentioned in the same breath as him. Seven straight summits. He's like, when he's like doing all of that stuff and kind of going crazy like that, like, I feel like that's where Drake is going, you know, that's what he tries to do with his raps now. Yeah. And that's the main difference, but it's not too far away but from where he was at before. The, yeah. The ultimate predicaments and the thing he's trying to solve, he hasn't figured out, which is why. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's like, like I, the, just, I have the money now and I'm at the top and now F you, F you, F you. But I'm still like empty inside. I said like, and now I'm talking to a therapist and now I'm trying to work through it a little bit, work through my daddy issues and stuff like that. But I haven't solved it yet. It's like still at the very beginning, you know, I I, I don't know if I could settle down. Like, I don't know if I can like 
Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's anyone for me now, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I went into this thinking I would find love. Yeah. And then I found hate. And then yeah. it's like, <laughs> and then it's just like, what do like, that's like the opposite of like that. It's like a Faustian bargain kind of a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Like he got everything he want, except the thing he really wants. Really wants. And, yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's kind of compelling, but like, um, so yeah. And that's like, and that's why he speaks to a lot of men. That's why he yeah. speaks to a lot, like not even like weird incels, but like kind of just like people who are like normal, who feel that like, Oh man, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm still working. People who people. feel, yeah, yeah people exactly. Who feel. People, exactly. Not people who just like, yeah, well, I, I, I had her. That's fine. I'm moving on. I got another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any other themes? Any other things we want to talk about with this album? Um, uh, theme, theme, thematically. Then we'll talk about individual tracks. Uh, as far as themes, no. I mean, no. It's, it, it's not that deep of an album, and that's <laughs> what I love about it. I love wow. that it's just the emptiness is something that is attractive to me because I, I, I don't necessarily want to go on your journey. I just kind of want to feel stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe that's just me. Cause I'm maybe I'm too empty or, or whatnot, but I don't need, that's I don't need true. like a, a big themed out. Like I don't need to pimp a butterfly or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need mm-hmm. a big themed thing. That's like trying to take me somewhere or give me a perspective on something. I just want to hear, hear some like music that makes me feel something or makes me think about, someone or some experience that I had or pl- puts me somewhere like mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know those are kind of always the best songs to me when I can like think of like oh yeah I remember I were exactly where I was at when I heard this song or like I or this makes me feel like I was when I was wearing this outfit and I was here and I was in elementary school or I was in middle you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. when I can just feel and just kind of like put place myself different places that's what I want out of music I just and- want to feel good things like i have a i have a playlist it's called feels it's just like yeah i just want to feel something <laughs> and it's like you're saying you're kind of saying you're identifying it as like my own feelings my own journey not specifically drake's yeah journey. i don't care about your journey yeah like yeah okay like i don't care about your what you're where you're trying to take me or whatever, whatever. i just want mm-hmm. to hear something good yeah. i want to hear something with a nice melody a nice beat the lyrics can be whatever because he's not rapping that much on the album. I have like four rap verses on the whole album or something like that. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, you're looking for that kind of stuff from like rap verses, but for these type of songs, I just want to feel something. Like I don't need mm-hmm. a memorable saying or whatnot, or you know, not you know, a lot like, of think... Instagrammable like captions on this one. Like not really. Like yeah, no, not not really. I mean, if you dug deep enough, you could find them, uh, but. You know. <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> an instagram caption of like you and your friends and then the caption is if i was in your shoes i would hate myself just like, <laughs> like geez, i don't think he's a i don't think this is a nice time like I don't, this guy's of animosity towards his friends uh, <laughs> okay let's uh let's uh take a quick break and uh go back into highlights and lowlights click uh yeah and we're back uh here talking about like uh drake's honestly never mind uh so we're here talking about, <laughs> we're here talking about that album uh kevin what would you like to talk about first would you like to talk about highlights or lowlights uh we can talk about lowlights okay. i mean there ain't that many you know so well, I, I we can we can just get, <laughs> get that, get, go and get that out the way I think there are a couple. Um, what's a low life for you? Like uh the intro. Uh usually one of the staples of Drake is like having this like dynamic great intro yeah, song. Yeah, intros are great, yeah. And uh yeah, this one did just I mean, you know, it's just an instrumentation. It's like 30 seconds of beat. It's like, oh, 
you know, you know, usually you do something special with that, but he just decided to not to. Uh, so that's a little bit of a low light for me. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is again, uh, falling back. I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's almost like they didn't listen to it back or maybe they forgot to put the <laughs> auto tune on it. I don't know what was going on, but the vocals sound terrible on that song. Yeah. I, so that was a I, low, very big low light for you, boy. I like that. I actually like that song. Like, okay. Like, I think it's like, that's like kind of just like the i think lyrically it's like kind of potent a little bit like nothing is healing time is just killing like uh how can you say into my face time heals then go back and leave me again unreal Unreal. i think that's that's some like that's some like nice drake isms it just like like oh man like well then let me just say this then so specifically the falling back on me the chorus I hate that part. Like, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Get sure, that. Sure. I, like, if they would have cut, maybe it wouldn't even be that egregious if they just cut that back half of the song where it's just like, he just keeps saying, falling back on me over and over again. And it just sounds awful. Yeah. If they take that away from it, it's a fine song. Like I said, when I watched the video, I liked it more than when I initially heard the song. It's funny because, like, like, in the video, he's like, it's like, falling back. Like, when he's doing that, like, yeah. it's just like, the end credits for like the instagram model yeah, and yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly, so it's like yeah. that is that is the appropriate use of that it's not appropriate yeah. when you're just like sitting down listening to it going yeah like, listen to it and just, <laughs> just when like, is this gonna end yeah. <laughs> when is this gonna end why is this still happening i had a few of those like what is this gonna end like towards the back half i was feeling that way like overdrive downhill flights booked beautiful uh, oh incredible those ones i just like I can't hum the melody to those. I can't really just like, I, I like my notes on that one was, I think untie that bind is ah! and like, then like mm. my other note is like, why is the song five minutes? Um, and then the note for downhill is like the chorus is try, 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 you know, the, the guy doing mm. that. And I was like, um, Beautiful. Drake, why don't you follow your own advice, buddy? Like, uh, <laughs> see, I was being a little salty. I'm <laughs> just like, like <laughs> this is also like the day that like, uh, I listened, I kind of wrote these notes the day, like the Roe v. Wade thing. So like, maybe I was yeah. a little like angry <laughs> at, like, <laughs> at the world and stuff like that. Um, which you should be, which you should be. Yeah, you, yeah, you know? yeah. I'll take you out on Drake a little bit. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, like just a bunch of those songs. I'm just like, I think what you're talking about, like the, you know the whole like i think the best like um anthemic songs and stuff like that and like i i think like the best use of artistry is like when it is like broad enough that you could insert yourself but yeah. specific enough that it's like oh wow this is what kanye is going through this is what blah 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 is going through and stuff yeah. like that like bruce springsteen or whoever yeah. and then with this i'm just like who like the lyric like on flights book like Trust me, I'm starting to realize and look away on my fears. Sun keep turning to twilight. Baby, how we don't have long. I can't keep my hands off you all night, all my love. Like, I, I just like, I read that and go like, what am I supposed to feel? Like, I don't like, I can't place myself in that. I can't really place myself in that scenario really. Or like, it's so nondescript. It's so like that, like where I listen to it. And I just like, I kind of don't feel a lot like with some yeah. of these songs. Where, but with like the lyric of just like, um, we got to uh, get falling. you some of these pulsating nightclubs, man. Yeah, yeah, you, I you think that go, might be it. You got to go feel something, man. But you like, it's also something. like, again, like, I don't know if this is pulsating nightclub vibes. I think this is more like 
Where's your um, Molly dealer? Where's your local Molly dealer? We got to get some drugs. I think more like lo-fi beats to like study to or something like that. I feel like it's that. Like it's not like completely like, um, I don't know. Like I guess, I guess so. But uh, any other low lights? It's 1,000%. Fitz book is definitely, it's like literally pulsating. Like it's okay, one of those okay. songs like, mm, 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 mm. it's like, I Again, think, like to that, like fading that, like under that, like weird underwater faded away sound when it's like things in slow motion happening in a movie. Like it's like mm-hmm. that. I don't yeah. necessarily, I, I don't know. Maybe again, this is, this, and this is the difference between me and you. Like mm-hmm. you're looking for like perspective. You want to put yourself into that. I just want to feel stuff. Like you just, if you got the melodies there, the beat is there. Like give me that. Like when I saw Black Coffee's name on the, uh, on that, when that back cover dropped, and I saw executive producer and I saw black coffee there. I was like, oh, okay, I mm-hmm. see what I see. I see the vibe of this album. I know got exactly it, it. what it's going to be. And I'm here for it. I'm ready got for it. it, got it, got it. One of my favorite Drake songs is that um, uh, I need you to get that together so we can get together. Uh, and it's a, it's a black coffee song. And I was, that's one of, that was always one of my favorite Drake songs. It definitely one of my favorite songs. It, def- it is my favorite song from more life, wow. but I always, like uh, I'm always attracted to that vibe and that kind of style of music because it just, it makes me feel something. And I've always just that, uh, that the darkness and I just place myself back there and mm. it just, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I need to do more Molly my and stuff like that. Like, you gotta like, get some drugs. Like, in I, I system, gotta man. like, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> Uh, you gotta, yeah. you know, go, just go tongue kiss a stranger at night. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, you just gotta, mm-hmm. you yeah, just, you, got, you, you, I gotta, you gotta do it. <laughs> like, I gotta, you gotta do it. Put that, put that, put that, put that in your Blackberry with the side scroll. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like wrote a note, like, um, just like, I don't know. It's like, um, I kind of like view this as like, um, you know, people are complaining, like, this isn't a house album. This isn't really blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. but I kind of like, it's more of a Drakeified house album. It's like it's like his own. One thousand percent. It's his. It's his take exactly. That's you're not gonna like. Yeah. Again, it's like compared to like a, the Beyonce song. You're not. It's not gonna compare and like how it knocks and stuff like that. It's just gonna be like this is like uh, you know uh, the gentrified version of it a little like the gentrified Drakeshin. Wait, wait. <laughs> gentrified. Just keep oh, working at it. Just keep, <laughs> well, like, you have as many as. But this I, is not it sounded baseball. good you in the a, shower. I was taking a shower. I was like, "It's a projection." It's like, just, oh, it's not, <laughs> oh, it's not good. <laughs> like now that I say it on this podcast, it's like fell flat. Um, That's okay. And, yeah, know, it's like, we have them all. I we like. I made a joke, like just like this is an like house music, more like corrupt Airbnb music, you know, and like, and like my, okay. my, one of my friends, actually, you know, Talia, she's been on this oh, yeah. lovely podcast before, but she said it was like, like watered down. She's into house music and she was just like, it's like, it's just watered down to her because mm-hmm. I guess yeah. it's a lot of house music. So maybe if you're like a big fan of that genre, uh, that means something to you. But as for me, I just like listening to music. Sure. I don't really put anything anywhere. It's like, this makes me feel something. I want to listen to Van Morrison's Moon Dance just because that is, I like the feel of that. So I like how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And that's just the end of it. <laughs> got it, got it but yeah. uh, I don't have any other, well, wait, wait, I do have one other low light. I didn't like the, 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 uh, the, 
I don't know, like transformery thing on liability. Like I didn't like that he decided to do that. That was my, that was my other like uh, that was a highlight for me. I like that one a lot. I like um, the song. I I'm not gonna skip it, but I would have liked it more if that was only like a part of the song, like the like if that part was kind of yeah. If that part was morphed, yeah, it shouldn't have been the entirety of the song. Like I think it's cool. Like, I think it's cool in pieces, but it just, it was a, it was a, you wish there was like one much. section where he like had went to his regular voice. Well, yeah, exactly. Because again, when I'm falling into something, I'm trying to just fall and not think about what's happening. But if I'm snap out and I'm like, wait, what is happening? Yeah, That's yeah, when yeah. you like that. You can't, don't lose me. Cause I was in the zone. I was sure. zoning. And now you have taken me outside of the zone. Mm-hmm. I, I will say like the best, like the times I've enjoyed listening to this album the most is the times where I'm like studying or like doing something else while I'm listening to it. And then like, it's like, Oh, this is a nice melody. This is like kind of a cool beat. Like I like this minimalist thing. Um, And I, I like the lyric just like, I think this song conveys the sadness of a situation appropriately better than the (laughs) other ones. Like um, the, I really like, he's such a jerk on this album though. He's like he's a mean dude. Like the, <laughs> your mama is the sweetest lady. The apple, apple fell far from the tree. That's a really yeah. mean thing to say to someone. Like that's kind of fucked up. Like this truly like, um, love it. I love it. But like, at least those moments are like memorable. At least like, I kind of yeah. like, they stick with you a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like, I just like appropriately like captures the sadness. Um, <laughs> that okay. Uh, I thought I thought that was very funny when I heard that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. That. Uh, okay, so let's go through. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This like kind of just made me want to listen to re-listen to 808s though. Like, I feel like that's just like yeah. The, it yeah. feels so different than 808s. The, but like the, so, the like I get I, the 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 vibe and the not the vibe. It's vibe is the wrong word, but I don't know. I don't even know what the right word of it is because there's two different styles of music, but they are both. I think the function are. I think the intended function might be similar. Though. Yes, like yes. even I think Kanye is like telling a story about his mom and it, like this breakup, but also like you can still put yourself into it and yeah. like I feel this sad, I feel this angry, I feel blah 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 blah. Um, but okay, let's get to uh, let's get to uh, highlights. Uh, what, what's a highlight for you? I mean, pretty much everything from Texaco Green through Jimmy Cooks is the highlight for me. I love all of that, but specifically Tie That Binds. It's such a beautiful song. I absolutely love that song. And that goes into what I was saying earlier about like noticing the length of a song, like falling back when he just kept saying falling back. I'm like, how long is this song? But the longest song on the album is Ties That Bind. But I never noticed how long it is because I'm just enjoying it. I'm just feeling it. And uh, again, I'm always a big fan of you throw a Spanish guitar on pretty much anything. I'm going to be a fan of it. One of my favorite songs is Slash, Spanish guitar. There's no words to it. It's just a beautiful song. And you throw that Spanish guitar on something. I'm, 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 I'm here for it every single time. So a big highlight for me is Ties That Binds. But pretty much everything after falling back, after he stopped saying falling back 82 times, that's when the album like really took off for me. <laughs> and oh, obviously Jimmy Cooks. I mean, come on, like that. That's fine. You know, just to end it, just to end it with something like, you know what? That, let's let's have fun again. Yeah. You know exactly. You know you you know what you wanted from this Drake album, and it was this. 
but I'm only going to give it to you once and I'm going to give it to you on the last track. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Kind of too. Like, I think that's like, again, conceptually, I think this album's a lot of fun. Like, I think just like, purposely i'm not gonna give you what you want yeah i'm gonna do what my what i want to do and like yeah. maybe give you a little something like yeah like sticky's kind of a simple there's a little candy for you yeah 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 sticky i feel like that was a good spot for it like mm-hmm. in that in the grand scheme of the album it was like a perfect place for it where it's like okay here's just a little change of pace i'm not gonna like fully make a rap song here but i will rap on it and he did like some of the mean braggadocious stuff that you were referring to earlier at least yeah it's like you say i changed i say i millioned that's that's my favorite no. joke. That is yeah, like that yeah. is the Instagram caption. That's like really funny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's like... Uh, it's like uh, Jimmy Cooks. This is just like a fun. Like I think it kind of ties the theme of the album the best. It just like it puts a nice bow. It's just like here are the people I'm going to actually celebrate. My day ones, my you know best yeah. friends and stuff like that. These this is like yeah. like these 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 women oh i can't trust them but my yeah. bros and my man cave like that's who i like what a celebrate yeah, so, so, uh, yeah sometimes you just got to get your shit off and that's that's what jimmy cooks is for 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 drake for for me for drake in this album in the context of this album i feel like jimmy cooks is that he's just like like all right let me get my shit off real quick and kind of just like go crazy and then you know we bring 21 in which is never a bad thing we always love a, a, a nice 21 savage yeah. uh, the bart feature. line the will smith line is really funny uh, yeah <laughs> i love the, uh, the 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 chopper feel like uh the chopper like to feel on the ops is a molester or whatever he says he says something like something like that and <laughs> That 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 took me out of what I was. I was like, you know, you sitting, you're driving, or whatever you're doing, and then you hear that line. It's like, wait, what? I think like, um, I like, like, I think the the song that has like the most interesting take, like, is Mm -hmm. that's kind of like you know a take for a song is like Texco Green. Like, I think that's a fun song. First of all, like Fantano made fun of like. uh, Los Pollos for like not knowing the melody for the song, but I can I think it's yeah. a fun melody. Yeah, like I think it's a fun melody. Um, but yeah. um, I think like it, the song is based, it's still the male power fantasy thing a little bit, just like yeah. Um, you know now that now I'm so cool and popular and awesome that this girl is like texting me, but I blocked her and her, her text went green and you've been blocked by Drake. Like that. like, that's like kind of the male fantasy bit of that like but like it's but i also like feel his pain a little bit like this is too painful to like have this person in my phone and stuff like that co- trying to contact me trying to like rekindle something where it's just like yeah. i'm i moved on i don't even i'm not even thinking about this like this is yeah. just like please like just like leave me alone and stuff like that i think yeah. that's a it's powerful. Well, it's, it's yeah. definitely, it definitely is because it's like a, a definitely like a shoe on the other foot. Because you know, usually that scenario would go the other way. It would be like the dude leaving the weird voicemail or trying to text the girl, "Hey, how you doing? What's up, big head?" or mm-hmm. whatever the you know historic internet tropes of what a man trying to get back with a woman sounds like. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, and it is the opposite of that. It was like uh, you know, now you can't text me. So how does yeah. that? Feel? Now yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not great. only that I'm gonna write a song about like how you can't text me anymore. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> you should text me about it. Oh yeah, you can't. <laughs> male, male power fantasy. Um, uh, we love it. <laughs> I I'm mixed on that, but like that part of it. Um, but like um, give give it give me more. I love the. You know what? Uh, just off of Drake for a second. 
future is like that that thing is like i'm not necessarily i'm not a person who wants to be toxic but give me the toxic <laughs> give me so much of it i love it and i absolutely love that he you, when you're just, listening to future you want that like that's like what you're going exactly that's what you're for. Yeah. and i feel like future realized that people it became like a joke almost and that's kind of where he really blew up is once that became like a joke and he kind of just like fed into it mm-hmm. and i love i love that he fed into it and didn't try to like buck against it or you know just come out and do other things it's like yeah you know what i'm gonna do that or like a, i don't know if you saw the video for the uh, uh i think it's called wait for you the one with the uh, tims and drake where they're like it's like medieval song, times yeah um and uh, at the end it's like uh i'm good at love if enjoy or something like that it's like a uh like a medieval times version of that infamous um future text to the girl where he's just like, I'm good, love, enjoy. I guess, I guess she was trying to do, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the scenario. I just always never forget the I'm good, love, enjoy. And, you know, give, give me the toxic, give me the toxic. So when Drake does the toxic, I'm here for it. Give 100%. me toxic. I don't, yeah. Like in this scenario, I don't think like she's fully innocent. It doesn't seem like it in some way. Uh, well, yeah, because there's a reason why the texts go green. The text yeah. didn't just go green because we broke up. You did something and we broke up and now the text go green. Yeah. I don't care about your explanation. Uh, I like massive a lot. I think that's like a fun song. Yeah. I think that's like the most, the house. I feel like, the best. Yes. I feel like that's the song that people think about when they think about this album, like even, from, even want, when they're making, know. well, even from when they're making fun of the album, I feel like they're hearing massive. They're hearing that particular song. Like, cause it's so like, in your facey with the with the with the houseness of it mm. is uh is really like hits on it. It's probably like the closest to the Beyonce, like you were talking, you know, like it's the closest to that vibe or and the energy of it. Mm. Um, but I feel like that's when people think about the album, they're thinking about that song in particular. I it's like um the subtext of a lot of house music is we're all gonna die or like things are bad or something <laughs> like that. Like that's why we're partying, that's why we're like, you know, having a night time and like having this banging beat and stuff like that. And yeah. like, this is the kind of like the, you know, my funeral is going to be lit because of how I treated people. Yeah. Like the idea of just like that. So the specter of death is underneath the song, which makes the instrumental break, like hit really hard and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, any other highlights, any other things we want to talk about before we conclude and go to final thoughts and ratings? What do you think of currents? That's the one that like people probably want to hear us talk about a little bit. Uh, Why do you think that? The squeaky bed thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, I'm here I, for it. I, I kind of like it when it breaks down into the vocal effect and the gun cocking, like yeah. it's like at the, but just it, as of itself, it's like okay, like okay, I get, I get it. I do like, I do like, think it's kind of cool when you like let me slow it down, and then the yeah. bed squeak kind of slows down a little. But he's adjusting. Yeah. Good for him. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like good for him for listening, for being in tune, checking in, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to uh, final thoughts and ratings. Uh, the way this works is we'll rate this album out of ten with a fun metric at the end. Uh, so um, yeah, let's uh, let's go to you first. Like, how would you rate and review this album? Um, I would rate this album. I give it a nine. I think wow. it's, really, it's, 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 it's incredible. It's fantastic. I love, I, I love it. It's one of the, cause I'm not skipping through. It's not an album that I'm like skipping through. It's something that you just put on. Like, even if you're just doing something else in the background, like you were talking about before, it's not something that I'm like, no, I'm not noticing pieces of it. I'm just, it's like one body of, like, it doesn't, 
it's one is like one long song, but mm-hmm. in a good way. You know, some people make an album that feels like one song, but it's just because all the songs sound exactly the same. Mm. But these songs don't sound the same, but they're in the same vibe, and they, it just kind of rides out. And the album goes fast for me. I don't know about for you, but for me, I listen to the album. It feels like I listen to it in like twenty minutes, but I'm not skipping anything. It's just like I'm mm. just zone out and and like listen to it and and just love it and that's where i am with the album i I absolutely adore the album i think it's an incredible piece of uh, art it's one of my favorite drake albums um and if he wants to continue to make music like this i am totally fine with that in a way that i was not comfortable or fine with kanye falling into 808s and heartbreak and making that Mm -hmm. um which could have been a better album let's be honest even though people love it it's like top five Kanye's for me but like that's another time another discussion yeah another 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 discussion for another day pretty mediocre album but um <laughs> this this is the perfect this is the perfect album because it's like I don't notice anything I'm just vibes it's just all vibes 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 give sure. me the vibes I love vibes mm-hmm. all about wow. it wow uh yeah so I'm gonna give this um five shoes that would make me hate myself out of 10 um (laughs) like i think like i want to like because when i listened to this first for the first time i really liked it because he was making a pivot he was doing something else he was like uh not trying to please everybody like trying Mm -hmm. to make something more artistic trying to make something more like instead of trying to please everyone he's like making something that he wanted to make i really wanted to and, and i love the concept of it's a virgil tributes i like the concept that it's like uh, like a house like a drakeified house album and stuff like that like i think he would have really excelled um in that genre but i feel like it wasn't quite what i wanted uh from it like in in the way like and, and i guess that's the point well, how like, would you know he, what you want from it if you didn't expect it yeah but like you can't have a like i want i wanted this from it but like what is this in like in hindsight i guess like after listening to it so many times yeah like i like kind of realized oh i would have liked this instead you know basically more so um but yeah i think like uh just like um there are like sections of the album where just like it's just blank for me and i guess that's like what you're saying is a positive a little bit yes just like well i don't have like it's just like it feels like uh blank and like not really memorable to me uh, which i guess like i can think about my own problems my own anxieties my own blah 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 <laughs> uh, but like but like i don't know i i i like music or you can think like about a, cool stuff you think about you know that time when, <laughs> like <laughs> you know the, the 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 good times the special times the people the friends think about those special moments and whatnot. Like I always think back to like, uh, you know, when I first came to LA and whatnot and everything was like new all over again, it was like Mm -hmm. starting a new life all over again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, anything that makes me think about like moments like that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fall all over the place for it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I, I, it wasn't the, it wasn't the aid to get me there. I think for me, um, so, um, but like, I, there's still some songs I think are really cool. I love the instrumentals on this. I think it's really the the minimal instrumentals are really awesome. Yeah. Um, some of the concepts of the songs are really interesting. I'm like torn on. I I love that it's honest to just like how like like kind of toxic some of it is, but like I also like I'm kind of like 
the the socially conscious side of myself is like oh boy <laughs> like um so um yeah i just think in execution it could have like um i think if he like spent three more months like if he didn't want if because like the idea of just like the nine month like oh cool like a nine month old babe like you know that's how long a baby yeah. takes and the cover of serve my lover boys a pregnant lady ah like, <laughs> i think if he took a little more time to just go like okay cut this get rid of this make this um make this different i think um if this is like an eight song ep or something like that, i think i'll be like whoa shit this is awesome yeah. um but eh, i probably won't yeah. revisit a lot of these but like some of these i will revisit and put on a playlist or something like that to enjoy so yeah yeah you know uh, an interesting thing about it is i don't feel like i want to hear any of these songs individually i like i want to hear them mm. together yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't. I you know, like I was, I was talking about the whole feels playlist that mm-hmm. I have. Like, I there's not a song. Well, probably ties that binds would be the closest to that, like an individual song that I would just want to throw on something. But generally, like songs like those are just like one off songs on an al- on an album. Like Umi say, like the most deaf song. I just love that song. It's just like the only song like that on that album. Um, and. Uh, I just, I, 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 you know, it's like something like that. You'd be like, okay, I'm plucking that off. I'll put it over here on this playlist. I don't feel like that about any of these songs in particular. I just want to listen to these as their own little playlist. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then once, once it's over, then I'll just go do something else. And, I, you know, Jimmy Cook's like leads me right into doing something else. <laughs> yeah. I think like truly if he like called this like another Drake playlist, I think people would receive yeah, it better. You know, I, well, I agree with that a thousand percent. Like, if this was like, this is like the seventh Drake studio album. album. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. just like now you're gonna compare it to views. Now you're gonna compare it to take care. Exactly, exactly. Instead of Versus just like just being like, oh, this is just something hey. that he was feeling. He had some extra songs. He put them out, and mm-hmm. then you know, there's no, there's no, there's no real thought to it. Yeah. So, okay, great. Let's uh, now let's get into our I've been meaning to listen to that. And we did playlist part of the show where we uh, add a song onto our Spotify playlist. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Sweatpants by Childish Gambino. Click. Uh, this song, like, because <laughs> it has the onomatopoeia, eh, 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 oh, like he does that a little bit, like, yeah, um, funny punchline. Uh, I just think this song I could like. There's like in college, it's kind of embarrassing. I was I was able to recite the whole thing and just like, um, it's one of those songs <laughs> that you were saying about just like you could recite the whole thing and it's like perfect college kid core basically. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like it's it's silly, but it's like kind of hard. It's like um, it's like kind of. But it's also like he's also being like broody rich kid a little bit too. Yeah. He's like playing that role. Uh, so it's perfect for like a lot of college kids. Uh, so I, I remember loving the song. So what's your pick? Um, I think I will go. I'm going close to you by Maxi Priest. It's just such a good song. I don't know. It's just a it's a five. Now that is the song that I'm talking about. Like when I was like, I gotta take that little piece 
up. And I just want to hear that over and over again. I just want to hear close to you. It makes me feel something. And do all the things that you want me to. You know, I like to feel. Give me that passion, Mm -hmm. that pain. I want to be staring deeply into someone's eyes and slobbing them down. That's what we want from music. And that's what Close to You gives me. And so I will pick Close to You by Maxi Priest. See, not knowing the words, it's always better. It just feels good. I'm too much of an overthinker to do that. Like, I just like, I just like, what does this mean? What is this doing for culture? What is the implications of blah, blah, blah? It's just like, it's a prison. I, I admire your freedom. I love strip it. Your, strip yourself away from that. Like, I remember oh. back in the mid-2000s, like, I was, like, super rapidly rap, rap person. Like, you got to be coming with the bars. And da, 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 da. Mm. But, like, sometimes you just got to sit back and enjoy. Like, life is so much bigger than any of this stuff. And ultimately, this stuff mm. isn't that important. Mm. I mean, I don't want to have, like, the daddy perspective on things. Because, you know, everything in my life isn't solved or perfect now because I have a, a little one. But, you know, life is bigger than these small pieces of things. And sometimes wow. you just got to sit back and just enjoy. And wow. uh, that's where I like to take. That's what I like to take from music, especially now. That's that. That's awesome. Um, well, the podcast is over. This is the last episode. Uh, Kevin, what would you, Kevin, what would you, what would you like to plug? <laughs> um, I will like to plug myself because most of the days I spend all day plugging Brother HQ, and that is fine. But it's time to plug some Kevin, and I am at at Kev Chestnut on literally every social media platform that you can think of. Um, because I decided that this was a name that was attainable to me and I will take it Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. There's always a Kevin Chestnut that beats me to every social media platform, except TikTok. I did get to TikTok fast. I was there. I was there early to snatch that away. Even though I don't use that account, I use the Kev Chestnut account, but I was there to snatch Kevin Chestnut away from uh, any other person. But yes, Kev Chestnut across all social media platforms. I post sometimes and sometimes i don't because my life is social media and sometimes i just need to turn the notifications off and get away from social media 100 uh, yeah and thank you for like you know the times you've spoken with me about like you know how to improve the show how to like you know promote it and stuff like that it's been very helpful so hey anytime always and forever and that goes for anybody if anybody wants to reach out to me for anything it might take me a second to respond, mm-hmm. but I will respond. And I always want to give information because that's the key to a lot of things in life. And people are just seeking information. And I want to be able to give, if I have information that you can use, I want to give you that information. And I just happen to have a lot of knowledge of social media and whatnot. And I have that information and I want to share it with as many people as I can share it with. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so you can follow me at Andrew A. Lee. You can follow on instagram twitter uh you can follow sean at diabetic twink on instagram and twitter you can follow you can follow <laughs> michael limontado is at michael limontaco like limontaco on instagram and twitter you can follow the show at ibmtltt on instagram uh twitter and uh tiktok and uh yeah oh. like uh so uh kevin what would you like to uh 
you know, play us out with like a Drake song from this album from anything else. Uh, what would you like to play us out with? Man, you got to end the way that Drake ended it and you got to go Jimmy Cooks. Wow. You got to you got to cook it up at the end. Take Keith. All right. These up. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you so much, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good day. Peace. Fuck a pigeonhole. I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'ma have to make a pan of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard.